0: Riverdale After Dark, a podcast about the CW's Riverdale that's got dark secrets, senior moments, and a third thing that I've completely forgotten about. I'm Alex. I'm
1: Justin, but where's Jughead is the question I have for you. Is he in the darkness, or is he just at the diner writing another chapter? (laughs) We'll find out.
0: I'm Pete. And you are listening to Riverdale After Dark. Very excited to be back here for our season four preview. Now, normally we roll these out a week before the season premieres. Uh But you know what? We're just too excited. We're yeah, too excited. Bonus episode. Oh my God. We got to do excited. this. We got to do this. The season four teaser finally dropped. So we're going to talk about that. We're also going to go to some of the questions and theories and comments that you guys, you all sent us on Twitter and we're going to read through those as well. Uh, but first, how was your guys break? How, how's it going? You missed the old uh, Riverdale?
1: It's crazy because, uh, you know, we have the summer off just like the Riverdale um, uh, senior students. So it's, you know, we're having fun. We're like sugar, sugar, like doing our <laughs> having our fairs with our teachers doing the fun mm-hmm. stuff. And then it's back to school where more fucked up stuff's going to happen.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Did you uh, did you guys have your organs stolen over the summer? That happened to me a bunch of times.
1: That's uh, actually it's fucked up. I actually ended up with a couple of your organs. Oh, I'm so sorry. Yeah. Your kid i have one of your kidneys. Okay, and it's it's doing it's doing pretty well. It was I'm full when I got it.
2: I'm I'm glad you're still alive because I know we were being chased, and then I jumped out the window and locked it behind me and left you in there. So I'm glad that you're still alive. That's not yeah, how that thanks, happened.
0: Man. And as a Shoni fan, I'm pretty upset right now. <laughs> and
1: I, you don't need to lock the window behind you. <laughs> Please don't do that. I wanted to add
2: a little extra just to let yeah. you know you need to stay put. Yeah. Oh th- Oh, cool. you. <laughs> just because
0: man. I locked the window, boarded it up, moved addresses and changed my phone number no big deal. Yeah.
1: Uh, I mean it is funny, like with this show, I feel like I do have to get back in the mindset where um, a million things are about to happen, and uh, <laughs> yeah. a lot I'm of them ready. are going to be horrifying and truly insane.
0: Yeah. Now, there's a lot of stuff we already know about going into this new season, even before we got the teaser. So I think we can lay out a couple of things here in terms of what we know about the season, about the episodes. Uh, The first thing, the sad thing to get out of the way right up front. I'm not ready.
2: Yeah. You're ready, Pete? Nope, you're not ready. Uh, I'm not ready. I'm not ready to deal with it. I'm not ready to cry my Mm -hmm. eyes out at the first episode. It's going to be a lot. Yeah, the first episode is called In Memoriam. It's
0: written by Rorita Aguirre-Sacasa, the Uh showrunner of the show, uh, and it deals with the real-life, rather shocking, rather sudden passing of Luke Perry, which happened back in March. It's something that the show didn't deal with at the end of season three, uh, but the way that he's described it in a bunch of different interviews, it's almost going to be a standalone episode. There's no previously-on recap. They're uh, tackling it in a very different way. Uh, They're having Shannon Doherty, who was not just on Beverly Hills 90210, but a longtime friend of Luke Perry's, is guest starring on the show. And overall, it seems like based on what we've heard and based on what we've seen, that it's going to be Riverdale, like it's going to be the characters in Riverdale. But Fred Andrews is going to pass away during the episode, just like Luke Perry did. And it's a lot going to be about Archie. Finding out about that, dealing with that, and trying to figure out how, if at all, he can get past that. But that's not just going to be that episode. That's something that they've said he's going to be dealing with all season long. It's not like they're going to say, well, we did that. We moved past it. We're all good. Uh, It's something they're really weaving into the fabric of the show. Uh, And we only see what seems like a little bit of that in the season four teaser um but yeah that's going to be that's going to be a rough one how how are you guys feeling about that so far
1: yeah it's going to be super difficult um both just emotionally because of such a sudden passing of uh the actual actor Luke Perry but for the the show itself like uh so much of Archie's life was built around his relationship with his dad and it was such a constant thing that he really needs and need has needed throughout Every season, every almost every episode, he needs that check-in with his dad. So it really puts the character in crisis uh, as well as everybody involved who is obviously just still reeling from the death, sudden death of their uh, actor. So I, don't, I truly don't know what's going to happen. It may change up just how Archie functions in general, I think.
0: Yeah, I was also very curious, and I know this is a very callous way of looking at it but since folks were asking so much about the season four trailer when it was coming out what they were going to do i kept thinking about how do you how do you advertise that how do you say okay we're going to do this episode that is unlike any other episode we've ever done in the run of the show it's very serious it's very emotional and then the next week just like well back to murder and sex as usual and I think I felt like they did a good job with this teaser that essentially they avoided that first week except for a couple of flashes and instead told us, OK, here's what the season's going to be about. It's about the overarching mystery. If you like uh if you like uh sexy murders and sexy times, if you like uh dangerous... sexy murders
1: are my favorite murders
0: yeah, there was uh, a dude that I got murdered by the other day, and I was like, what are you doing yeah that's uh
1: that was me uh, I was, I was, if what? I, if You're I could sexy get my,
2: murdered
0: if I could yeah. get my kidney back, that would be great by the way
1: yes I <laughs> swear i I just need it for the weekend, because I got a crazy weekend coming up, man, and i 'm gonna get it right back, I swear.
0: Yeah, you're having one of those sweet three-kidney weekends?
1: Yeah, I need to just stock up. (laughs) But I swear, I'm just going to take it out for a spin. I won't put any dents into it. Dad, and you'll have it
0: back ASAP. Pristine condition. Uh, So real quick, before we get back to the teaser, just to sort of lay it out for you. Uh, So the teaser was most likely called for the first four or five episodes, which they've shot already by this point. Uh, The first episode that I mentioned is In Memoriam. The second episode is Fast Times at Riverdale High. And that's going to get us not just into the main plot of the season, but also start to pick up some of the threads that were left over from the last season, including the reveal of Betty at Jughead's half-brother, Charles Smith, is back. He's an FBI agent. Uh, We're also going to meet a new principal for the school who is played by Kerr Smith. His name is Mr. Honey. He's taking the place of Mr. Weatherby, who has disappeared with the rest of the farmies. Uh, All of the farm folks disappeared except for Kevin at the end of the last season. Uh, And then other than that. As far as we've heard, they're getting back to basics, like getting back to season one. We see scenes of people actually playing football in the trailer. We yeah. see cheerleaders. Uh, they're going to be teens again. Uh, how do you feel about that? Are you
2: excited, Pete? I don't Pete, buy it. Pete, psyched? Uh, you don't buy it? Uh, first, yeah, and there's also a lot of uh, shots in the trailer of freaking Archie with Veronica, which is just not exciting. It's not exciting. What are you talking about? They got back together at the end of the last season. They had. Yeah, I was hoping it was a one time deal. I was hoping it was one and done. What? Like they were in peril. They did something. They wake up the next day. They completely regret it because Archie just ran away from true love. Who do you want Archie to be with? He should be with like a. Flashing Reggie. light bulb or something because he's, you know, he doesn't just, des- he doesn't deserve love. Romantic. he doesn't
1: deserve love. <laughs> Jesus, why Jeez, not? Jesus,
2: Pete. Wow. Wait, why does he Do get- treat people like it? It's just unbelievable the way he just, you know. Um, I, What I was going to say
1: is I don't buy that they're going to be back to just fun teen romps. I mean, Veronica's still running Le Bon Nuit, um, the farm. Like, I feel like. If anything, they're resetting with a little more um, peppy veneer for them to just uh, to find another even darker underbelly to as we move forward to this season.
0: Well, uh, one of the things that we don't get to see in the teaser, which I don't know if it's going to happen in the second episode or the third episode, but uh, good news for fans of Jughead the novelist, before he disappears, before he seemingly gets buried alive or whatever is going on in the teaser there, uh, he's going to be recognized for his writing. He's going to write a story about the Gargoyle King, and he's going to get a full scholarship, a full ride to a prep school. That has clearly been near Riverdale the entire time, uh, but we just haven't heard about
1: yet. Is it so- that super small cool school that's located underneath the ground? It's like coffin sized. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yep. that's. I almost lot. went to a coffin for college. Oh, did you? Um, oh, well.
0: Yeah. yeah. Did you get really a full hard ride? Study or? Was yeah, it just you ride.
1: and the beaver that got in? <laughs> yeah, uh, definitely. Me and um, the beaver.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's a thing we talked about on another podcast. Uh, so yeah, he's going to go to this prep school. We're going to meet a bunch of characters there. To your point, Justin, they don't show this off in of the trailer. But my my suspicion about what is going on this is just a guess. Is uh, and I think we talked about this with the season three finale. Season three guesses is that there's going to be some sort of like evil. Frat initiation type thing And I think what we're seeing there the, the trailer you get to see Everybody in the town is searching for Jughead They're looking for him in the woods at night He seemingly is buried alive in this coffin My guess is that's like an initiation right. Like I think there's some oh. sort of club That he needs to join Like and Dead
1: Poet Society Yes You think but, that's the reference
0: But fucked up Like yeah. a fucked up Dead Poet Society Yeah, yeah.
1: Cool. It's like oh captain my captain But they don't mean it They stand on their desk, but their desks
2: are full of bats.
1: Oh, that's cool. That's edgy. It doesn't Um, seem
2: like Jughead would be a fraternity guy, but, you know. It's probably going to be like a, a full literary ride.
1: it's like a literary society uh type thing I think cuz I think that that does make a lot of sense and it makes I think it's so like confident and ballsy that this show is releasing a trailer that everyone's like this is the upcoming season of Riverdale but it's truly just the first like handful of episodes and we have no idea what other insanity we're going to get to so this is just teasing like this you know the very short term mysteries and problems they're going to have to deal with
0: Right. Uh, What this trailer did successfully in my mind, because to your point, Justin, there's a lot of stuff it needed to do, was it set up the overarch of at least the first half of the season. Because we know where we left off in season three, everybody was at Pops. They clink milkshakes. We get this quick scene, this flash forward to spring break senior year where uh, Archie, Veronica, and Betty are standing in their underwear covered in blood. They burn Jughead's beanie. They burn their clothes in a bonfire, say they should never talk about this again. Uh, but that's,
2: that's most spring break situations, <laughs> yeah. you know? Like, you make a pact to never talk about that spring break ever again. Well, we yeah, used I'm, to have a fourth person on this podcast. I burned the <laughs> shit out of that dude's beanie. <laughs> <laughs> Gerald's beanie. Oh, uh, you uh, said we'd never say that name again. Yeah. Uh, By the way, it.
0: real quick, let's make a pact right now. Uh, after this season is over, let's never talk again.
1: <laughs> <laughs> the three of us who are
0: left. Yeah, the three of us. Yeah. Well, cool. we should be in right. our
1: underwear. Uh, I
0: I'm in my underwear. You guys are in. I'm in your also
1: underwear? in my underwear. Oh, oh shit! Okay, okay. I'm a, I'm in my usual
0: podcasting tuxedo. I'll just strip <laughs> down real fast. <laughs> Uh, so, yeah, so we're going to at least for the first half of the season, we're going to see in the mid-season finale, which it hit around December 11th ish or so. Uh, we're going to see what actually happened on that night, what led up to that. So what this teaser is setting up, the core four is together. They're looking forward to senior year. Bad things are coming for Jughead. That, that's yeah. what they did. Like, that's what they accomplished there. And then other than that, there were quick seeds of uh, sexy murders, like I was mentioning.
1: Yes, indeed. Uh,
0: um, what else? I, I know a lot of the tweets that were sent to us got to some specific points, but were there any scenes or shots you wanted to talk about in the trailer in particular?
1: Um, there was. So I don't know. There was a lot of Veronica and Archie sort of being happy, which makes me think that that will change. Uh, That they won't actually be happy There is one scene where uh, Veronica's walking up She runs her hand across the car It feels like she's ready to make some trouble this season Mm -hmm. So I'm curious what that will amount to Um, Excited that We also see
2: her on stage singing and dancing So we'll we'll get some more musical numbers for sure Yeah, that's, that's in the second
0: episode Camila Mendes talked about that uh, they're going to have the musical number there. There's also a party at Cheryl's that happens in the second episode. Uh, there's a quick shot there of Betty talking to somebody. It's Kevin, I believe. Uh, and Betty and Kevin are actually going to be friends again this season, which is going to be
1: great. A lot to get over on their friendship, though. I right. Yeah, like the whole yeah. kidney thing. C- curious to see how they just. Well, I mean, we're going to move past <laughs> our kidney issues right? Um, in the same way that they are, I
0: think. Sorry, when you say kidney issues, you mean stones,
2: right?
1: Yeah, oh I will be putting some stones into this kidney.
2: Uh, some big time oh, jagged little rocks. That's not funny that 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 shit is painful.
1: Oh yeah, i pretty I'm pretty confident I'm gonna end up with kidney stones someday and I'm truly horrified at the price. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. My dad had kidney stones and I subsist mostly on coffee and um beer <laughs> uh, oh, liquid wise. Oh so I'm really setting myself up for it.
0: Excellent. Oh, man. Uh there was something that I was going to say about the Veronica at it all. Um, well, we, we see Varchi together. We see Bughead together. I don't think that's presaging anything necessarily so much as reminding us that these couples are. Wait, did you mean Varchi? You meant Varchi, I think. Yeah, wait, what did I say? You said barchi, I believe. Oh, shit. Oh, slip of the tug.
1: Because what I was going to say is I feel like barchi is coming. I'd be willing to put some money down. To- <laughs> this is some barchi season
2: right here. Well, what I'm worried about is that the loss of Archie's uh, you know, father is going to push him and Betty together a little bit. I'll That's tell right. you She's what, She's a father figure
1: for him.
0: I'll tell you what, guys. I think if you listen back to every season preview of this podcast, including the first one before <laughs> the show ever aired, I think not just all of us, but certainly me was like, this is it. This is going to be the season of Archie. Betty and Archie are going to get together. I'll tell you what. I'm out. I'm out of the Barchi prediction yeah. game. I'm done. I'm not predicting it anymore. Uh, Perfect. That's I, the I last like shoe that we needed together. to drop.
1: What? That's the last shoe that we needed to drop for Barchi to happen. Is you <laughs> to become a doubter, a Barchi doubter, when all the rest of us Barchi realists can get back, get together, and really welcome in the, our king and queen. I
0: will nope. say there is a part of me that wonders whether I'm playing 3D chess with myself here.
2: <laughs> yes. <laughs>
0: but we'll see what happens.
2: I would also just like to point out, I don't want them to get together. I'm I'm scared of it, though. Mm. What are you scared no. about, Pete? Tell us your fears. Tell us your well, I just darkest think that secrets. Bet, I, I really think that Betty and Jughead complement each other, and they... Uh, seem to really accept each other for who they are and, uh, you know, love each other. So they're co-workers. See that
1: they're mystery-solving coworkers.
0: No. They're there's, like the there's box. There's a whole scene children. where they're making out and they're not wearing shirts. I, I think we've all made out with a coworker before. <laughs>
1: what? <laughs> no.
2: That's not true.
1: Yeah. Okay, well, that's what I think is happening here. And then Barchi's going to get together because you don't want to...
0: Date your coworker for too long (laughs) Yeah, I'll tell you what, the way you're Talking right now, it sounds like maybe you just Got your first kidney stone Uh, (laughs) All right, let's Go through some tweets, because this is Going to cover most of the other stuff in the trailer I think, Uh, first one, this is from Ripley Soprano, what storylines are you all Most excited about, do you think that With Jughead in prep school, this ties Into what we were just talking about, do you think that With Jughead in prep school, that the writers will Lay seeds for Barchi now, a little clarification about that. We didn't mention this earlier, but Jughead is going to be at the prep school during the week and then back at home in Riverdale on the weekend. That's kind of how it can work. Uh, but to the two questions, uh, storylines you're most excited about and is Jughead in prep school going to lead to Barchi?
1: Um. Yeah, I think I've made that pretty clear. Yes, I think that—I think the moments in the trailer we saw of the happy couples is just a starting point for the season, and um, we're going to really start to break that up um, pretty quickly, I think. Um, I mean, Fast Times at Riverdale High, Episode 2, Fast Times feels like there's going to be a lot of moves in that episode.
0: I would say— uh, just a theory. But I would say if there are breakups, they're not coming into the second half of the season, because I think that that breaking point at the mid-season finale, where whatever the bad thing is happens, it becomes so much stronger if everybody is powerfully together with each other at that point. So you get to see it wrecked in the second half of the season.
1: Maybe, but I think there's also a case to be made if the first half of the season is about their relationships and then we have this growing problem, growing dread, much like uh, the last seasons, um, then it hits. Then it puts all of those old relationships and new relationships in sharp relief. Um, So I could see, especially since this trailer does seem to point to them being very much in school where romance is sort of like all you have to deal with, um, stakes wise, I think that would make sense what? to sort of happen. I think they're going to do. you a remember scene.
2: that school. There was like multiple murders at that school.
1: Yeah. But like, I just mean the, the episodes that dealt with that, like the football team drama, all that weren't, weren't, were not were not mostly focused on just the interpersonal relationships. And I think that may be our starting point for this season.
0: Well, let's get to the other question. Pete, what's
2: the storyline that you're most excited about going into season four? Uh, well, first off, I want—I can't wait for more Dark Betty. I'm very excited for that. Uh, I'm very excited for uh, Cheryl and Tony to just be a badass uh, couple. So, um, yeah, and I hope that I'm also interested to see how they deal with Kevin dealing with the loss of his group that he felt like he finally fit in somewhere and had love and it's taken away from him. Hmm. Uh, I am excited about the Halloween
0: episode. That's going to be the fourth episode of the season. It's airing on October thirtieth. That is the first time they're going to do a full on a Halloween episode. Somebody is going to die during it. We don't know who. They promised it somebody major, uh, but I'm just looking forward to on the showy beat. They are trying to get it cleared so that they're going to have some DC Comics costumes. And I and I think everybody online is really pulling for them to be Harley and Ivy because I think that would be ah,
1: perfect, script. right? Yeah, Fantastic, that's amazing. Yeah, uh, would love to see that. I mean, as far as an overarching I story, I could also
2: see Cheryl being Batwoman with the uh, the hair coming out of the top. That'd be awesome. Mm. Oh, nice. That'd, That'd be tie-in. a weird, yeah, network tie-in.
1: Um, I uh, just whatever the uh, the horrifying uh, mystery for this season. They raise the stakes so successfully every season on this show, and it shit was pretty crazy last season. I know we talk about yeah. that like, a lot. Like, what twists and turns and what horrible situations will they put our, uh, these characters through?
2: Also, uh, what weird-named drugs are going to be in this? Ooh, yeah, got good a question. New,
1: we got a whole new drug coming our way, probably.
2: W- Woozles. Snickerdoodles. <laughs> Dozers.
0: Just a bunch of fraggle names for drivers. Gloop, gloop. <laughs> <laughs> hey, are you gloop, glooping? I'm gloop, glooping over here. Oh, I'm gloop, gloop out of my mind.
1: Oh, I need to get another kidney. I'm gloop, glooping so hard this weekend.
0: All right. This is from Leonza Hunt. Uh, she says, what are your theories about why Kevin and Reggie will be spending more time together? An interesting duo. I agree. An interesting duo. Uh, why do you think Kevin and Reggie are going to be spending more time together?
1: Um, I don't know. That's it. Yeah. that's cool. I mean, just logistically on the show, maybe Reggie needs some studying help uh, to get better at
2: school or something like that. Uh, I think— uh, Do you think Kevin, it's going to be like a
0: sexy tutor situation, Justin?
2: That's what I was thinking, yes. Okay. I was also thinking that were because, uh, you know, Kevin is going to give him notes on Bad Boy 3, so he's going to, uh, you know, there'll be like a teacher-student thing again. Yeah. Again,
0: sexy tutor. We already said that. Uh, I, I do wonder how much we're going to loop back to the abuse storyline with Reggie. We've heard that he's going to get a backstory this season. And certainly something that they dropped and then didn't deal with much was the fact that his father hit him several times. So yeah. with Kevin being the son of the former sheriff of Riverdale, I wonder if they're going to try to take some justice into their hands or something like that.
1: That could be uh, Reggie's dad is definitely a character that is only a villain. Like he's someone you could definitely just be could just be a bad guy they could go after. Um, yeah. And I wonder what 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 uh, Sheriff Keller's role will be in that because he's not a sheriff anymore. He's he's a, a boxing coach. Boxing coach, yeah. How much boxing you think is going to be in this season? A lot. Just oh none.
0: Uh, I ho- I hope none. I feel like a budge because they started that boxing home for disadvantaged youths in the season finale. So you're just going to have a bunch of kids who are boxing, I guess. That will
1: be that's wild to then go that to start there and be like, okay, hey, Archie, how's your uh, boxing gym for wayward youths going? Oh, fine. Back to the football team.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Wait, what was the kid named in Mike Tyson's punch out? Kid,
1: uh, kid Dynamite? No, kid that Dynamite. Was, no, that was the, the kid, uh, that was the guy that replaced Mike Tyson in Mike Tyson's Punch-Out after the license expired was named
0: Kid right. Dynamite. I think. Well, whatever, we can use that. Kid Dynamite is going to be there. Okay, Liana, (laughs) a.k.a. Mel says, we know Ardell has the craziest storylines. What's one storyline that you think would be a bridge too far? Is that even possible? At this point, I think the only thing off limits is a Jug Veronica or Betty Reggie pairing uh, crying emoji. Uh, I don't I don't think either of those personally would be a bridge too far. I think any romantic pairing really on a long enough timeline could happen on a show like this. I feel like a bridge too far for me would be killing off one of the main characters. That's the thing that would break me for the show.
1: Yeah. Like, I don't think they will do that. No. I mean, honestly, the one thing I think they won't do is maintain these relationships throughout the rest of this show.
2: You've said that every season though.
0: I said the rest of the show. Yeah, but is that a bridge too far if they maintain the relationships for the rest of the show?
1: Yeah, I think it is. It's not paying off the uh, sort of essential paradigm of, of Archie, of Riverdale. Yeah, but this is different. This is a different take on it. I know, but it's still the sort of the source material is what it is. And like I think they should at least get in that world a little bit and play around with the love triangle aspect.
2: No way, man. Hmm. Uh, all right. This is from... Uh,
0: <laughs> <laughs> huh. Wait, Pete, do you have something that's off-limits? Did you say what's off-limits for you?
2: Yeah, uh, Archie and Betty uh, getting together. If wow. Archie and Betty get together, you're done you, with the show?
1: You are in yep. big trouble, Mr.
2: LePage. Uh, yeah, boy. Uh,
0: okay, Natalia asks, what is the song in the trailer? Uh, so... I, I can sort of answer that. Actually, I can't answer that, but I could give a sideways answer to that uh, that I'm going to ask you, Justin, to elaborate on a little bit. Okay. So The season three trailer had a song that everybody was wondering what it was for the longest time. Um, I found out what it was. I was looking for a little bit more information before I put it into an article or anything like that. Uh, but the season three trailer song was a song called Secrets and... It's a in-house proprietary thing. Like it's basically something that doesn't exist as a song. It's something that they used at the CW for a trailer. That's it. My guess is that this season four trailer song is exactly the same thing. It's not a real song. It's something that's like a minute long and that's it. Or maybe a minute and a half long. And for those of you who don't know, there's all of these libraries that exist that have songs like that, that uh, some are publicly for download. some are owned by production houses. The reason I wanted to ask you about it, Justin, is you do production behind the scenes. Is that anything you've ever dealt with? Do you know uh, any more information about that sort of thing?
1: Uh, yes, all the time. Um, I work for a show called Jesus and Marrow on Showtime, and all of the... Um, music we use is, is from these, uh, audio libraries for like our, our field pieces and sketches and stuff, because unless there's a compelling reason to use a song that you need it to be a particular song, you would, that their songs are so expensive to, to use, you would always use one of these sort of sound like tracks or a track that you can pull from. Like I've spent hours being like, okay, let's hear the, we need a, uh, just some uh, like house music for a club for this scene. And you just listen to 50 different versions of that and be like, that's the one that makes the most sense. Let's lay that in.
0: Yeah. So it's probably the same thing here. Again, we don't know exactly what the track is but it's something that most likely is not like you can go to spotify and download it or listen to it now it's just something that exists in house for the cw there's probably not much more of it than the minute that you heard in the trailer necessarily and that's pretty much it so
1: yeah a lot of these songs are just tailor made to be trailer moments like this where there's like a couple of simple lyrics that you can drop in when you need to and then otherwise it's like super loopy uh tracks to just make the drama heighten the action stuff.
0: Yeah. Uh, This is from uh, not Alex, uh, not Alex uh, to Alexander. We'll call him Alexander. My theory for season four that someone or some group of people are spying on the core four and they have to find out who it is before people die or something along the lines of that. Uh, What do you think about that theory?
2: I don't know. Not Alex. What is it? (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah actually all it's of suspicious. these accounts i
2: should be honest about this they're all i just turned out the burner accounts yeah, is, yeah exactly uh, you ran out of names you just did not alex <laughs> i believed it were you I fooled, fooled
0: sir <laughs>
1: um i think that makes a lot of sense not alex because um there's that shot of uh archie and veronica in bed and you see um it from the pers- and Uh, perspective of it's maybe a reflection in the mirror or someone in the room watching them. And that definitely feels like uh, it's going to be, there's some voyeurism happening here right out of the gate. Uh, Whether that's something that will result in murder or something interpersonally amongst the group, I guess we'll see.
2: Uh, I think that's going to be Hermione Lodge's people watching Veronica since he's in his jail that he designed. Hiram Lodge. Oh, Hiram. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Hiram, Uh, sorry. No, that's that's, it.
0: It's been a long summer.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Hiram, still very much the sort of villainous center of the show. So you got to wonder if he's going to be behind it all like he was for a chunk of last season.
0: Well, that's something that I thought was interesting about the trailer, was that other than a quick shot of FP walking with everybody in the woods, the parents were pretty much missing. You didn't see any Hiram, you didn't see any Hermione. It makes sense you didn't see Alice because she left with the Farmies. Uh, Penelope is obviously in the wind as well. So, they're all scattered, so I understand why we didn't necessarily see them, but Certainly, there's a lot of plot, to the point you were making earlier, Justin, about Veronica in particular, to be mined with Hiram saying they don't know what's coming for them, Hermione being in jail, whatever's going on with her. So it'll be interesting to see what happens.
1: Yeah, it's a lot of the kids without parents. Yeah. Uh, now, like um, for whatever reason that they are sort of and I think that's what we're going to deal with. At Fast times at Riverdale High again, like they're all sort of un unmoored. They can go and do whatever they want. And what sort of wildness will they get up to? I think is going to be something that we're going to explore, like kissing your uh,
0: neighborhood best friend. All right. All right. This is from the gent. Uh, from Jen, I don't have any questions or theories. Just wanted to say how much I missed hearing you three. I cannot wait to spend my lunch breaks on Thursdays listening to you again. Aww, Jen. That is just nice. That is <laughs> very- or it's a clue,
1: and maybe Jen is the one involved in the murder we're talking oh, about. Oh, man.
0: Ooh. I was going to say, uh, Jen. I apologize we- because we're probably going to release this one on Friday morning, so I hope it doesn't wreck your lunch break.
1: Oh, oh, you you just ruined that our lovely one compliment.
2: fan you've completely screwed over. <laughs> Way to be, not Alex. Yeah, sorry about that. Uh,
0: this is, uh, Terry says, oh my God, that's how I remember a brand new year is starting from our podcast, so you're very welcome. <laughs> wow, uh, the year's just
1: starting for you? Oh, boy.
0: Yeah, uh, most of us uh, mark years by television seasons, so yeah, I yeah. usually, I celebrate New Year's in May and September. Yeah, that's uh, lovely. Ryan Hensela says, do you think Tony will find out Cheryl is hidden Jason's body in the basement or do you think Cheryl will eventually tell her? How do you think Tony will react when she finds out about Jason? Also, what costumes do you think Shoney will wear in the Halloween episode? Uh, I think we talked about that last one already, but what about the rest yeah. of the stuff? What's going on with Cheryl and Jason's body?
1: I think oh, that's yeah. got to be discovered. I want to see that be found um, and have it be just a horrifying reveal. And I think that's going to take a while because I think we want to see what Cheryl's going to do. What that means to her—is it does she just go down there and talk to the corpse? Like, what I, is it mean to her?
2: I think it's just going to be one of those things that we never deal with. <laughs> <laughs> each, oh, it's, man, it's something that happened. cheryl she never deals with it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> it's just sort of a dangling thing.
1: Yeah. Oh. And so she just throws her jacket on it and, and like,
2: <laughs> No, because Jay. by then we'll be dealing with cracked out polar bears running through the town and you know, so sorry, not cracked out roller bears, gooped gooped polar bears. Oh, yeah, yeah, goop, goop, yeah. Goop,
0: yeah. Uh, I will uh, say we did discover last season uh based on Tollboy's corpse the bunker that corpses don't smell in Riverdale. So yep. yeah. nobody will discover Jason's body, but I do feel like Tony's got to find it at some point, whether they have a normal human being reaction or if Tony's like, Cheryl, what's going on with your brother's corpse? And she's like, I needed it, but I'm past that now. I guess we'll have to see, but yeah.
2: Yeah. That's what I mean. Yeah. They're just going to, it's going to be like, Oh, well, well, a a side
0: thing, this is uh, either going to happen in the fourth or fifth episode. I'm not 100% sure which one they're, filming now, but uh, Roberto Casa tweeted out a hereditary poster with Cheryl and this creepy little sailor boy puppet on it. And I thought, Mm. oh, this is a weird thing that he's tweeting out. And then there was something on uh, Madeline Petch's Instagram story where somebody walked by on set with that puppet. So it seems like an actual thing. So I wonder if She's going to have Jason's body, and Tony's going to be like, you have to get rid of your brother's dead body. She's like, all right, all right,
2: and then replaces it with a tiny puppet that she calls Jason. Mm. Oh, wow. I was thinking it would be more like Batman the Animated Series where someone kind of has, like, a puppet that, uh, you know, makes them shoot people, like, has, like, a little Tommy gun and stuff like that.
0: How disappointed would people be if they were like, guys, great news, we got Tony and Cheryl, (laughs) In those DC comics you wanted for the Halloween episode, Cheryl's going to be the Scarface, a.k.a. the Ventriloquist, <laughs> and Toadie is Clayface.
1: Yeah, everybody's favorite characters. Yeah, I yep. mean, that makes me think that this season is going to be about uh, hauntings or ghosts mm. or something that it will be more of a classic uh, horror uh,
0: take, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Yeah. yeah, I think they're definitely... I. I feel like they're going to go with that with a Halloween episode, which as far as I know is titled Halloween. So I'm sure we're going to see something like that there. That should be fun. Uh, this is from Niam Holiday. What out of the many scenes in that trailer are you most excited to see and why? Love the podcast. We love you, Niam. Uh, uh-huh. what, uh What out of the many scenes of the trailer, what were you most excited by?
1: I mean, I mean the biggest mystery is the honeycomb. Uh, one, so I want to see what that amounts to.
0: Do you think Um, it's uh, Archie comes in and he says, me want honeycomb? (laughs) Yeah,
1: he just misinterprets leaving an apple on your teacher's desk.
0: Yeah, maybe there's like a running thread where he's trying to steal people's cookies, he just wants to get me lucky stars, Uh, and just a variety of cereal-based things going on. Yeah, that could easily easily be true. Um,
1: I mean, it, it just points like who is... Why are we changing the uh, principal to Mr. Honey? Um, and what and the honeycomb that, and the honeycombs on the desk? That shot stuck out so much; it feels like it's being put there for a reason. So I do think whatever the role Mr. Honey plays will be meaningful um, in this show.
0: Well, the thing you got to remember is that Mr. Weatherby was part of the farm. Principal Weatherby was part of the farm, so he disappeared. So they have to replace for the sure. School. But like
1: he was added onto the farm, like. Pretty randomly It's not like he was An intrinsic member Of the farm yeah. It was like Weather be left With a farm too Huh So like I don't know This feels deliberate But I mean I thought uh, Principal uh, Feather Featherhead Was going to be Or Featherwood What was it? Featherhead Feather was Yeah, gonna, Featherhead Was going to be something And that was not anything
0: Yeah Well Kersmith is going to be recurring So we're going to see him A bunch of times uh, I think the honeycomb My guess, guess My best guess about it Is that It's just a prank that, like, they don't like Mr. Honey. Apparently he's going to be, and I don't know how this is possible because Principal Weatherby was such a hard ass, always being like, I'm going to allow it with literally anything. Yeah. Uh, but Mr. Honey is going to crack down on the gags in the school and be like, hey, maybe you can't have gags in school clubs. So I feel like yeah. it's going to be a pretty poisons leave uh, uh, hive on his desk to be like, Mr. Honey, you like honey so much? What about this honey, honey? Or whatever.
2: Wow. Got him, Yeah, got him uh, I, I'm just excited the, That this fever dream of a show Is going to be coming back And I just can't wait This is from Kiki Kiki says, I missed you guys With a gif of Jennifer Addison Jumping up
0: and down Thank you, Kiki We missed you too uh, uh-huh. Ellie says, Alice? Hmm Crying faces Ooh. What do you think is going to happen With Alice this season? What are you, what's your best guess? We don't get to see I, her in the trailer Obviously she was positioned
1: as uh, the hero at the end of last season, who sacrificed herself. She's been on the inside the whole time. She sacrificed everything uh, to protect uh, her, her daughter, or two daughters, I guess. Uh, technically, she was protecting them both. Um, so I do think she needs to have that hero's return. Um, yeah but I also like I c- dealing with the farm like is this season going to focus on cult stuff a little bit more? Uh, it feels like those images in the trailer would maybe point to that um, and how are they supernatural they were edging toward almost a supernatural departure, so where are they where do they go um, we 'll see
2: yeah i can 't wait for Betty to see her mom again it's uh, it's going to be very exciting. I'm excited to see whether the Coopers and the Joneses are going to be living on this, under the same
0: roof, because that means we get a little phallus going on. Yeah, which was, uh, cruelly, uh, we lost that at the end of the last yeah. season. Mm-hmm. So that'll be nice. Uh, this is also from Kiki. Reggie is seen smashing a car's window. Do you think it's the same as Archie's jalopy they made in 301, and he's getting out his anger on Archie for getting back with Veronica on his car? I love that. Yeah, I, I think I don't know, I don't think Reggie's Going to break Archie's car, if anything Maybe it's his dad's car, Reggie's dad's car That he's getting that back in sense. and it ties into You You agree with everything You're good across the board, right Justin?
1: Well no, I, just that theory is Better than what I was saying <laughs> oh, okay. uh, So I, I think that's A good theory, but I, it does make me think What Are we going to see any more from Man Monica?
0: I don't know If not, who Would Reggie be with? If anybody. That's what I'm saying. Mm. Uh, no, I, no one there
1: isn't, uh, I mean, there could be
0: a classic Archie comics dynamic would be Archie with Veronica, but Reggie going after her constantly anyway. Right.
1: Yeah. And I mean, last season, whatever you want to say about it, uh, about Veronica's feelings toward Reggie, I think there was something there. So, if that becomes the love triangle um, that we have to deal with, what a great turnabout if it's uh, Reggie and uh, Archie competing for Veronica and all of a sudden Betty swoops in and takes Archie out.
2: No, oh, come on, man. <laughs> you, right at the end there. You had to put that in. Uh, and
1: Jughead falls in love with the limited air inside his coffin. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this is from Niamh again. Uh, do you think that the shadowed woman that hits Betty on the head with the gun is Gladys coming for her payback for breaking the drug trade? That outfit definitely looked like something she would wear. Uh, that was my first thought too. But I believe Gina Gershon is filming a Woody Allen movie of all things. So no. she, yeah, oh. <laughs> he, and said some very defensive things about Woody Allen. We won't get into that on the podcast.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: Uh, but I don't think that's Gladys. I think that's somebody else. It just has a very it's similar the,
2: hat. It's the bear. It's the bear. I thought it was the bear. Bear's oh, yeah. back. Bear's back,
1: baby. Bears very bad. Uh, that that w- to me looked like Penelope uh, mm. in the trailer.
0: Penelope, or yeah. maybe Penny. Penny Peabody. Yeah. Yeah. Or it could be the bear. That would explain the hive as well the bear left it there as it's calling card. oh yeah
1: that's bait for a bear yeah. as we know from uh t- cartoons. yeah i think
2: that's what happens the bear goes to their school and it's a little awkward for archie and they're like hey bear you gotta leave your honeycombs here on this table yes winnie the pooh is but that was the bear the whole time mm.
0: <laughs> do you think mr honey is maybe the bear in disguise
2: Oh,
0: Ooh, wow. That would be a fun reveal. Well, let, let's get a look at him. Does he have uh, fur all over his face uh, that's neatly combed? Yep. I, If you've seen Kerr Smith, he was on Dawson's Creek. He played Jack McPhee, the first openly gay character. Uh, and the entire time, all of his dialogue was...
1: Oh, are you, are you saying beyond, you're saying that the actor himself is a bear?
0: Kurt is a character. bear, character. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Oh, interesting. It's true. Steph B says, I think the mystery gun wielder is actually, oh, thank you. This is weighing right in. Uh, th- I think the mystery gun wielder is actually Evelyn hulking out after a dice round. <laughs> oh, wow. Wow. Uh, this is a funny one. Uh, I think the mystery gun wielder is actually Evelyn hulking out after a nice round of kidney absorption, getting her revenge on <laughs> Betty for disrupting the farm's organ harvesting shenanigans. Uh, so Steph B here thinks that it's Evelyn back and she has uh, special super kidney powers. What do you guys think?
1: Oh, uh, yeah, that'd be great. That checks out. Um,
2: yeah, fits the tone of the show for sure. She's
1: someone who is definitely grow into wearing a trench coat. Uh, mm-hmm. Sort of a nighttime trench
2: mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm.
1: and beret. It's nothing like a good trench. Yeah, yeah. Well, you're a, f- a flasher on the weekends, right, Pete? No, no, no. I just like a sketchy trench coat. Oh, Okay, no, <laughs> no <laughs> judge right there. I
2: just sell <laughs> old timey watches. You know. Yeah. Oh, I see Uh, Okay. He sells all tell you watches And he's actually three kids Trying
0: to sneak into an R-rated movie (laughs) Uh, Erin says Erin, clearly one of our Patreon members Because she's got our secret Halloween names going on All acts just intending to kill And Petaljuice You guys are the bee's knees. Speaking of bees, what's up with the honeycomb in the trailer? Do you think we'll ever see Weatherby again? Uh, We talked about the honeycomb a little bit, but what do you think? Even with Mr. Honey being in the school, are we going to see Principal Weatherby again?
1: I I don't think Weatherby's super important to this show. Um, (laughs) (laughs) He's not a—I
2: think we can just lose him. Oh, come on. I'm sure there's going to be, you know, when we find out where they all went, we'll see a little bit of Weatherby. Maybe we'll see him for a second, but
1: he's just, like, to Alex's point from before, he's just sort of like a, a soft pillow of a principal. Like, he doesn't really do much, and he doesn't have any friendships with anybody in the show. He's just sort of a, a force of nature. Hmm.
0: Now, we've got uh, two more. These are related to each other, so I'll read them. And these are really great questions. I'm very excited about this. So let's really get into these ones. Uh, this is from Carla, a.k.a. Twerkstorian. Uh, she says, will the true hero of Riverdale return this season? Uh, and Bezos eroticabot, uh, a.k.a. Det uh, Calabunga says, I hope season four ends with Chick putting on Jughead's bloody beanie, then immediate fade to black. Oh, Ooh, What do you guys think? Are we going to see Tri- Chick, the true
2: hero of Riverdale this season? Let's hope we never see that person again. Uh, Wow, were you just overcome with emotion because you miss him so much? (laughs) No. No, not at all.
1: Um, Yes, I think we will see Chick. Um, Obviously, he's going to be showing up in Katie Keene. Uh, the spin-off of Riverdale And he'll be back doing double duty As the hero of both television shows
0: Yes, he's also, I've heard Going to appear on Sabrina As her new love interest as well uh, Now that she's finally <laughs> Taking care of the devil uh, Chick is the hero that Greendale deserves He's also
1: um, moving into uh, into Brooklyn right next door To Pete in, in reality Yes uh,
0: to and be the hero he, of I, I, I just got this. There's just a news bulletin, a push bulletin on my phone. Uh, Chick, not even the actor, Hart Denton, but Chick, the character, is the new Punisher
2: oh. in Marvel?
0: Wow. Is Makes that a true? lot of sense.
2: Is that I have no real? problem walking up to that guy in the street and going, I hate you. <laughs> wow. <laughs> that's necessary. Yeah. The don't, actor. don't do that. That is bad <laughs> behavior, Pete. If I ever saw Dexter on the street, I would be like, you, you're an asshole. That show was awful the way that ended. Oh, God, wow. don't do that. Why would you do that? Michael C. Hall seems like a very nice guy. Well, very he could nice have guy. had a say in it, and that was a. just made the whole thing a waste of goddamn time.
1: Wow, Pete, bringing up another TV show and some <laughs> real heat uh, on Dexter, a show that's been over for a long time.
0: Yeah, still pretty upset about it. Clearly, Uh, I think we have one more here. This is from Miranda. Do you think Jughead and Charles will be getting some brotherly bonding scenes together? Uh, I would say definitely yes. My guess we we talked about this a little bit earlier, but that a montage of quick scenes of the, the there were slides of the farm clothes. Uh, and then there's a shot of Jughead saying our deepest, darkest secrets revealed or something like that. My guess is that's a scene of Charles showing Jughead and Betty all the places that Edgar Everett ever pulled his scam before and left all those clothes before. And that Jughead cobbet God. Yes. What Edgar Everard ever prays on is our deepest, darkest secrets revealing them to us. So I think we're going to see the three of them teaming up, Betty and Jughead and Charles all together personally.
1: Cool. How much of a role do you think he's going to have? Is he going to be part of the squad, or is he going to be sort of their their guy they check in with, their sort of Commissioner Gordon?
0: Mm. I'd say the latter, probably. Like, I don't think he's going to be hanging out with the teens. If anything, what I hope he brings is, like, a steadying influence, because it would be bummer to have him show up, be like, I'm this upright FBI guy, but really... I like to step on desks that are filled with bats and I'm part of a cult and I'm working with the prep school, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. You know? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I do think it, cause I also don't want him to be like constant, like constantly like, all right guys, let's all solve this murder together because that's not how an actual FBI agent would ever do anything. So I hope he does like clue them in out of his, uh, sort of, family bond with them about just the backstory and Ed- Edgar ever, never, but and otherwise sort of exists in the background.
0: I wonder what the excuse is going to be for keeping her around actually, because it seems like they're going to be wrapping up the farm storyline of the third episode, but Wyatt Nash has been on set beyond that. So I, I don't think they'll go this route, but it feels like they could do a, He wraps up the farm and at the end of the episode say, you know, seems like there's a lot of mysteries in this old town. I think I'll be sticking around for a while now.
2: I mean, Uh, realistically, with all the shit that goes on in that town. Somebody should put some people in there. You need an (laughs) FBI field office? Yeah.
1: yeah. In a startling move, uh, the FBI has moved their headquarters to Riverdale, a little town with Pep, and a per capita murder rate that is shocking. (laughs) Absolutely shocking.
0: In unrelated news, local teen Archie Andrews has opened up an ice cream shop. (laughs)
1: Archie Andrews secretly owning half the town And every piece of business has a secret speakeasy underneath Owned by his girlfriend, Veronica (laughs) Uh,
0: Real quick, before we go, I do want to ask you guys How many jobs, conservatively, do you think Archie Andrews is going to have this season? Oh, at least five At least five? What's your guess?
1: I mean, are we going back to football? It feels like... I mean, I know it was just one shot in the uh, trailer, but uh, maybe... I think he's going to go back to teen stuff. Teen stuff? That's it? No jobs? I mean, he'll have the boxing gym for at least the beginning. I'm hoping that gets faded a little bit. Um, and then football... I mean, I think that there's just so many domestic issues to resolve with, like, where's he going to live? Uh, how are all these kids... What are they doing at night now that their parents are... Uh, not around anymore or in jail or what.
0: All right. Before we wrap up this episode, we used to end these episodes with Betty or Veronica. Uh, We changed it up a bit. Thanks to some feedback from you guys. Instead talked about who won the episode, who is the MVP of the episode. Let's do a prediction time. Let's talk about who do you think this is going to be the season of? Who's going to be the MVP of season
2: four? Pete, Betty, all season, every season. Wow. Any particular reason, Pete, or just? Well, uh, first off, she's very smart, and she's a detective, and she's also, uh, you know, a queen, and so, you know, and if you make her angry, you won't like her when she's angry. Um, Don't you think last season was Betty's season? Yeah, and I think the season before that was Betty's season. And I think all seasons moving forward will be Betty seasons. Okay, well, it's like arguing uh, with
1: a robot, (laughs) a a Betty robot. Um, I think this is going to be a uh, Veronica season. Mm. Uh, I think she's going to get a lot of focus, and I mean Archie. They're sort of all Archie season seasons for a large chunk of it, and then it usually fades into another character. I feel like, Um, so I do think we'll see a lot of Archie. But I do think we're going to end, it's going to end up being a Veronica season.
0: I would say realistically, it's going to be the season of Jughead. That's how they're framing it. That's the big mystery that they're putting around it. Certainly, he's going to have the big new element with the prep school and whatever's going on there. And he's almost going to have his own cast going on for a little while. But I I want it to be the season of Shoney. That's what I want. I know they're not one character, but they are one heart. And that's what I want to see come out this season, you know? Wow.
1: Yeah. Touching words, Alex, to leave us with. I agree with you. I think it is going to be a Jughead focus at the start. But I do think since he's, quote unquote, gone later on, I do think it will fade into somebody else.
0: Yeah. I think first half of the season, it'll be a Jughead season. And then after that, it'll be like a weekend at Bernie's type situation where they pretend he's not dead, but they just sort of walk around with him anyway. Yeah. Weekday at Juggie's. (laughs) A <laughs> couple of things be before we go If you would like to support this podcast Patreon.com slash comic book club Also we do a live show every Tuesday night at 8pm At the People's Improv Theater Loft In New York Come on by We will chat with you about Riverdale Now this is our season preview I don't know if we will do another episode Before the season premieres But new episodes will definitely be picking up After the show premieres At the beginning of October So we'll have the episodes will go up after that uh, also, a couple of other things you could check us out. Uh, on Twitter, you want to plug the Twitter, Justin?
1: Yeah, you can follow us at Riverdale Dark and at Comic Book Live
0: yep Uh, also Facebook I believe is Riverdale After Dark and you can follow us on Instagram Riverdale After so check out all those places all those places you can follow us check out the podcast comicbookclublive.com also please subscribe iTunes Android Spotify Stitcher the app of your choice so you can get the episodes as they drop if you are on a app like iTunes where you can rate it or leave a comment please do every little bit helps us also if you want to support Pete's crazy behavior. Go to comicbookclub.threadless.com. We have a new Betty All Day Er Day shirt that is up for sale there that I believe Pete is rolling around in a pile of right now. Is that correct, Pete? Leave me alone. (laughs) All right. (laughs) He's in his happy place. And we'll see you next time after dark.